0: As I have a dream, I'm staggered by the winds of police brutality,
1: the usual you have been the veterans of
0: creative suffering. The best is to either ignore it or, or to deny it. And we stand together to win the war. One we land land. Yes, we can. We
1: oh. 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 Can we all get along?
0: Welcome, everybody, back to the Wild Wild World Podcast. We in the building. It's me.
1: Two different buildings.
0: Your boy, Kellen Dot. And your boy over there, Willem, William, Big Willie style, Aura, Horn, in the building. What's going on, Will? How you doing, brother?
1: Good man. Out here living life, ready to... Ready to get back at this to talk about this wonderful world we live in.
0: What a wonderful world. That needs to be our drop. We got to get the rights to that. And that should just oh, be our, be not our intro. Because th- our, our, our intro is dope right now. I'm sure y'all all would agree. Our intro is dope. But, you know, we got to get that in there somewhere. What a but wonderful But
1: if you sing it, we should just have the rights to it.
0: That's true. Can I sing without getting in trouble? We got to pay anybody who... Who's that? That's not Nat King Cole. I don't remember who that was. Maybe it wasn't that King Cole. I don't know. Whoever it was, we appreciate mm-hmm. you for dropping that heat, you know, back in 19 you know, 57 or whatever you did. But anyways, we appreciate all y'all for being here with us today on this lovely spring evening. Well, you know, it might be morning, it might be afternoon, it might be evening when you're listening to this, but we're recording on this lovely spring evening here. Towards the end of March, will how you feeling today? Uh, you, you your focus is on spring break right now, right?
1: Yeah, man, I'm I'm out of work, so I'm just out <laughs> here chilling. Um, uh, I don't get paid for spring break as a sub. They just kind of say, "Yep, nothing you can do, bro." So, just chilling, man. Reading books, getting yeah. getting up to date on stuff, you know. Oh, most, definitely,
0: most definitely, Look, but your time is coming. You know, you you're you something temporarily. You know, you got big things coming. You know, you got Be plans in the works. So, you know, one day soon, you'll get no break like the rest of us. You know, sure. actually, I said the rest of us. I forgot who I am right now. So I only been teaching for like two years. So I forget that I do get a break. <laughs> Woo! And I do get paid for school break. So I appreciate that. Thank you. See. Thank you, You're education going. system. Even though I get paid far less now <laughs> with these breaks than I used to when I was uh, working in the business world. Um, but you know, we uh we sacrifice something for peace of mind, you know. So I had to get out of there and get my mind right. Now I'm working with these children, you know, and they you know making my mind crazy. Uh some of them may be listening right now, because you know, I think I told you last uh, last time some of our, my students found it very interesting to learn that I had a podcast which I hadn't hidden in any way, shape, or form. But, you know, they get to Googling your name and everything. So they might be listening right now. And if you're listening right now, hey, how you doing? Hope you continue listening. Keep downloading. Tell your friends. You know, download, subscribe, rate, all of those things. Don't be a hater, though, because I can't fail you. So, you know, you want to give us a one-star review, <laughs> I will find you. I will track you down. What what, what did my man say in, uh, in taking? we <laughs> will find you.
1: And I yes, will kill you.
0: <laughs> I will not kill you. I will destroy your grade. Now, I'm just joking. If any school board members are listening, that is a joke. I will not actually do that. Let me make sure that is on record. Right. You're trying to lose your job. <laughs> right. that is on record. Grades are strictly M-
1: impersonal. They have nothing to do with anything personal. We're going to have a, a massive fan base of middle schoolers. It's going to be great.
0: Hey, that'd be ill. Look, you know what? We'll, we'll start talking about the Jonas Brothers and whatever else these middle school kids care about. I should know, but I'm paying no attention. Uh, Look, I I had Nick Jonas' name brought up every once in a while. And I was talking about PewDiePie. (laughs) It's it's what these kids are. Anyways, um, to our non-middle school listeners, again, we appreciate y'all being here with us. Um, And, you know, I'm definitely doing all right. Well, even though you didn't ask, I'll tell you anyway. I'm doing okay. We are not on spring break here in Wisconsin. We got a couple more weeks, you know. But at least the, the, the sun is out most of the time. You know, there's no snow on the ground right now. You know, so I'm feeling it's all right. to be
1: later this week, though, bro. <sighs> I, I yep.
0: didn't know
1: hey, that. Hate to bring that disappointment in you, bro, but uh, I, I should know
0: I've lived in the Midwest, Midwest my whole life. I know you can't feel safe until May. Like that's really what it nah, is. June, bro. June. No, nah, mid-May you're usually good. Like you usually all don't right. got nothing to worry about by that point in time. Like once you've had like three, four weeks of highs above, like, 46, you usually feel okay. And I started getting breezy, and it's still March. What am I thinking?
1: Yeah, too early, bro, too early.
0: Well, on that note, thanks a lot, Will. You're welcome. Nah, nah, show's over. All right, we'll see you guys next week. I don't – I'm done. (laughs) I don't even feel like talking anymore. Whatever. Bye.
1: This has been the Wild Wild World Show. You can check us out at (laughs) (laughs) Kingdom.
0: Got to bounce back, bounce back like round ball. Shout out Jay Z. Um, actually, hey, look, Will, that, that that's a transition right there. Transition. Okay. Today we got a we got a great show for you guys coming today. I do want to let you know we have a couple of sports related topics, right? Uh, but you know we're going to talk about real real life in the real world, and sometimes sports just happens to be a nice lens into that. So you know if you're not a sports fan, bear with us. You'll feel what we're talking about here pretty soon. You know, we're not going to spend this whole time breaking down uh, the NCAA tournament or, you know, the the, the playoff odds of, of who's going to win the AC, the NBA, or NFL draft stuff. No, 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 no. no. We're going to talk about sports a little bit, but it's, you know, we're going to bring it all full circle, right? So uh, that round ball reference, you know, my, my subconscious is working overtime when I'm dropping gems and I didn't even realize. <laughs> wow. man, so appreciate me. <laughs> appreciate me. Um, <laughs> but, let's just jump right into it. First topic, first thing I want to bring up to y'all today. Uh, Most of you, I'm guessing, have not seen this, right? But go ahead and Google it right quick. Hop on Twitter and check it out. So uh, the other day, uh, there was something called the Powerade Jam Fest. This is the dunk contest and three-point contest that takes place every year uh, before the McDonald's All-American game, which is the uh, the All-American game for high school basketball players. They have a boys game and a girls game. The 24 top, well, you know, who, who they consider the 24 top boys, 24 top girls uh, in America. High school players come together to play this game every year, and they always have a dunk contest and a three-point contest, right? Um I always like watching it because it's always fun, especially to watch the the dunk at three-point contest. You know, you got these hyper-athletic kids and all this stuff. It's all good. However, this year, something interesting happened. The winner of the dunk contest was a, a young lady. By the name of Fran, I think it's uh, Bellaby, believe me. I don't know how to pronounce her last name. So she actually won the dunk contest, right, um, which is obviously a rare thing, although I do believe uh, Candace Parker uh, of WNBA fame now won it uh, some years back. Uh, but so here's the thing, Will. She won the dunk contest. She's 6'1", Um and so, you know, for a young lady to be dunking at 6'1", at least in the way she is, is very impressive and not all that common. And she has some some dunks that we would consider really, really dope for a young high school lady, right, compared to what we've seen, which hasn't been much. But the the gentleman she beat, was a dude by the name of Scotty Lewis, was doing windmills jumping over three people and then pulling windmill dunks out. Another dude was uh, uh, throwing stuff off the glass and, and, you know, doing 360s and all that sort of stuff, right? So I'm bringing this question to you, Will, and to the people. And, and again, if you haven't seen it, go ahead and check it out real quick. But the question is, should she have won the dunk contest, right? And it's not just about – well, you know, let 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 me not go further. But, Will, what do you think?
1: Should she have won the dunk contest? Yeah. Um, I'm going to say, I'm going to say, yeah, I'm going to say, yeah. And I'm struggling a little bit because I think there's a lot of nuance to this, but if you she's six one mm-hmm. and she did jump over somebody sitting in a chair and dunked it. And she only took off from the three point line. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now that's a decent dunk. And here's the thing, even with, you know, her being a woman, right? If you're short, you're always given the benefit of doubt in the dunk contest. That's mm-hmm. always happened in the NBA. Nate Robinson, Spud Webb, they got the advantage because it looked amazing because they're short and they're flying. Mm-hmm. So she may not have done a windmill over three people, but I, I could see, I guess. I can see why they gave her the W.
0: So so you're saying she uh, they gave her the W because she is getting the kind of short individuals, um, Benefit. She's getting the benefit of her height, right? That's what you're saying? I, I, I'm just clarifying. Right, that's, right. That's now, I mean. if I'm
1: just comparing the two dunks, if, she, if you're just comparing the two dunks, I mean, the dude, Scotty Lewis or whatever his name is, it, it's a dope dunk. So I don't know. But I'm saying I don't think it's un, completely unfair or not a familiar reality that the shorter person wins the dunk contest based off that reality. Okay, okay.
0: Well, that's a bunch of nonsense, so you know it.
1: Let's be real here. Let's, Let's be real
0: here. Let's be real here. You know, not here. Here at the Wild Wild World Podcast, we are we love everybody, right? We are all for equality. We are all for um everybody being able to stand on their own too, and you know, uh, e- you know, equal pay and all of those sorts of things, um, you know, to the level of which they don't already exist, but that's another con- uh, conversation altogether. But let's be real; those two dunks had no business winning any dunk contest. Like those two dunks, if performed by a male, would not have won a high a, a local high school dunk contest in any way, shape, or form. Okay. Let's be real; On some they there are eighth grade dunk contests that that would not have won. Right? So <laughs> the only reason she won that dunk contest is because she is a woman, right now you can make the argument that you're okay with that that, that, that that's cool with you, right? And you can say, okay, if there's other situations where somebody is winning a contest like this, um, because they are, I guess, unique in some way, shape or form, then we cool with it, right? Just like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna use all sorts of random examples. And I'm sure people will try to take them and, and be insulting. But I don't mean it this way. I don't mean them in insulting ways. But I just saw a video the other day of a college a college team, I don't remember what level it was. I think it was like D two, maybe D three school. Um, and they had there was a manager that uh, had Down syndrome and it was a, a women's team and they brought the uh, maybe it was the last game of the year, or something, and they the manager suited up and got to play. And so, you know, and you you guys have probably seen videos like that before, where the manager, you know, the kid with you know with the disability or whatever the case may be, comes in the game and they you know try to give him the ball so they can get a layup or whatever, and everybody's all happy. This manager came in and busted like three threes, like it was wild. <laughs> so the crowd was going wild. Now, of course, the other team wasn't really guarding. You know, like everybody was was in on the. On the story and and that act of kindness, which was a beautiful thing, right? Um, But in those situations, you're not awarding one person victory over another, right? And so, look, I'm glad old girl conduct. It's it's dope that that women are out here. That clearly, the level of athleticism in, in, in women's basketball is increasing. Because ten years ago, you know that we didn't see stuff like this, yeah. and that's dope. But I think it's a little bit. um What's the word? I, I, my vocabulary is leaving me. I probably said that once a week. But it, it's it, it's a little condescending almost to to me to award her the winner of that dunk contest when clearly those dunks were in no way, shape, or form on the level. If if a man came out in the dunk contest and did the dunk she did, they'd be like, why in the heck is he in that dunk contest, right? And so if we're getting to the point where, cool, these ladies are dunking, like, I almost feel like we should have a ladies' contest and a men's contest. Because basically she got a participation trophy victory where, hey, the fact that you came in here and competed and the fact that you can dunk, we're just going to give you the win. Because there's no way – like, you can't compare them. If it's an actual contest, it's got to be a contest. Like, even like you said, Will, in men's contests, yes. Do they give a little bit more credit to a short man that manages to dunk? Yes. But he has to actually do something impressive. Like, if a dude – like, even – Muggsy Bogues was – all five, three of them was throwing oops and coming up and yamming with two hands. Like, he wasn't just up there doing the, like, I'm barely getting the tips of my fingers above the rim and just the fact that I could dunk is impressive. No, no, no. He had to actually do something impressive. All right, not Muggsy Bogues, uh, Spud Webb, I'm sorry. Web, yeah, spud Webb. Yeah, Spud Yeah, that would be amazing. Yeah, that would be amazing. But yeah, even Spud Webb doing it was actually doing impressive dunks and he was doing things in the air that were impressive. Like he was, you know, 5'7", he's, you know, cocking back, he's doing windmills and stuff like that. All the extra stuff that makes a dunk impressive. She didn't do none of that. She was just going up straight arm and putting the ball in the basket. And again, I'm not knocking her forward, forward. That's like, it's very impressive. But at the same time, it's nonsense that she won. Like, let's just be real.
1: Okay. So here's what I'll say then. Um, I completely see what you're saying, because if I'm just going to look objectively at the dunks, I'm going to say the dude dunk is better. Right. But if this is the question, I guess there's two questions here. If one, if you're going to put a, a mixed gender dunk context, the rules have to change something based off of you doing that. And I like- think that, I think that, I think they do because that's the reality, right? Is like, how are you supposed to, I mean, what do you expect her to do? And if she's doing stuff that's impressive beyond her ability, like there's nobody's jumping like that dude was jumping. Right. So here's the thing is, is it's them putting mixed gender in a dunk contest? Is that a quality or is that not? Like, does that, does something see, is like this matter?
0: But see, equality would be okay, cool. Everybody can join, but you still got to be, you still got to be impressive, right? So if, if, if she's going to join a dunk contest, then you just still have to be expected to perform. Like, there's all sorts of co ed leagues for soccer and things like that, right? right if you're right. playing in a co ed basketball league, do they use the small ball, the 27 5 ball, or do they use a full size men's ball? He's a full-size baseball. Cool. We're gonna be coed. You gonna play? You the men aren't gonna use a smaller ball to accommodate the women. The women gotta use the bigger ball uh, on something. And may, and maybe that you know I don't know. Maybe this league's that to do something different. But you're gonna use the full-size ball. You right. know, like if you're I mean if you're playing co-ed soccer or hockey, they don't necessarily change the rules to say okay, well you know for for um. You know, our I women were gonna make it uh, you know, we're gonna shrink things down a little bit. Now, granted, I believe soccer and I, I believe that, you know, all the rules remain the same, whether it's uh, you know, men or women playing in general. Um, but you know, I don't know, what's the other comparison? Uh when they when they do have when they have had co ed tennis matches, you know, they say, Okay, man, you can't hit quite as hard. You know, you have to you have to lessen
1: your serve. <laughs> but you're talking so here's the thing, here's the thing, all right, fine. But and I and I agree to a point, right? That's that's kinda I'm kind of arguing in a way where I'm like, if they're going to do this, I don't know why we'd expect them to do it differently because this is not just something of different, like a higher athletic competition. Like this is something that not many women in the history of basketball have been able to dunk. Right. Right. It's just like a, another level just based out physically dunking. Right. That's huge on a 10 foot rim. Right. So I'm like, if you're going to put, mixed gender in a dunk contest you almost have to whether you want to or not or whether it's right or equality or any of that give a handicap in some sense to the woman dunker now she did jump over a person in the chair it was fairly legit but i'm all right good so i got another argument another thing is the question is that really equality or would it be better just to have a women's dunk contest and a men's dunk contest, you know what I'm saying? Well, and then, and then the question
0: is, well, you know, maybe you don't have enough women to have a dunk contest, whatever. But that might be true as well. Right? I'm, like I'm, I guess my thing is, uh, you know, let, let the let the woman join, and that's cool. But you still, but you then can't cheat everybody else out of the competition because it's such a handicap, right? Like they go, it gave uh, this lady tens for every dunk she did, and yeah, she jumped over somebody, and that was the coolest one. The other, the other two were
1: basic. You know, See, I only it, saw the last one. So yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. So they're giving a ten just for the fact that she can dunk, and I'm saying you can say, "Hey, look, we're gonna we're gonna bring you into this com- uh, competition, celebrate what you can do." We're also not gonna say, not gonna you know just sit here and boldface lie to everybody and be like Yo, dunk was a ten. If if like yeah, it was at a ten in comparison, sure, but it's just like. For instance, with track and field, you know, men's times are typically going to be faster than women's times, right? But that doesn't mean Jackie Joyner-Kersey is any less great, you know, or Marion Jones is any less great. She's great because she's at the top of her craft and she's pushing, you know, they're pushing uh, the the female body to his limit, just like the men are pushing the male body to his limit. And we're not cheapening either one by racing them against each other and say, well, we're going to give the women, you know, three second head starts here. No the men are competing against men the women are competing against women. And we appreciate both for what they are. Mm -hmm. Right. So now when we're going to come and say, well, we're going to bring these two together, we can't, I'm in, I'm left in a place where I'm like, I mean, I appreciate what she did. And I'm like, Oh, that's dope. Like when I first saw it, I'm like, okay, that's dope. That's what's up. Then I saw that she won. And I'm like, okay, I guess. And then I saw the other, the other dunks and I'm like, come on, man. Like, really? <laughs> like, like, that's basically a participation trophy that, that doubles as a first place trophy. Like you're cheapening yeah. the situation by saying, okay, well, just cause you can do the basics of what these guys are going to do at a high level, we're going to, we're going to reward you over them because people, you know what I'm saying? Like it, like it, I don't know. I don't have a really good comparison. I keep thinking, and maybe this is insulting. I don't mean this to be insulting. But I gonna say it anyway. Like, if somebody with one leg comes out there and dunks, you know what I mean? It's like, yo, that's dope that that one-legged dude can come out there and dunk. But if all he's doing is, you know, kind of gently putting the ball over the rim, he still can't be winning over the dudes that's doing 360s and jumping over three people. Like, I right. would give you your props for what you did, but if this is a yeah. competition, we're judging which is best.
1: Right. Well, and so my argument's kind of in a – opposition you just because i want to see because here's the fact that i agree with you actually the problem dun, dun, dun. is yeah like i really do because i don't think i think it but the problem is that if you're going to end up doing this i don't know why we'd expect them not to put the hate gaps. what i'm saying right that's because, true. what we
0: expect is different from what we right now, now
1: exactly now what should happen they probably should just have two separate dunk contests right now obviously there's a question of is there even three or four women that can be in a dunk contest coming out of high school. But see, I don't even
0: know if they need to have a separate one. Like, to me, we're giving you all the props in the world for being in there and competing and being, you know what I'm saying? Like, the young lady that um, just got a college scholarship to play football. as a safety, right? I don't oh, know yeah. if you read that story. But, like, everybody, myself included, is like, yo, it's dope that you are out there competing and you got the guts to do this. Clearly, you got the talent and the ability to compete on some level. So, like, we're giving you the props for going out there and doing it. You know what I'm saying? And right. we're re- and, and, and it's all respect, you know, salute to you. But we're not going to come out there and then uh, immediately vote you first team all conference just because you're on the team. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, now you're competing, and part of honoring and respecting what you're doing is to say, okay, you're competing, and we're going to judge it straight up. It's kind of like now that you're here, we're judging on the merits. You know what I mean? Versus. Right you know, kind of giving you props, just, just you know, like patting you on the head. Oh, good job. Oh, you can dunk. Okay, good job. We'll give you first place. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, let it be dope that she competed in Yoke. You know what I'm saying? Let everybody give her props. But then saying, okay, you here. And it maybe it, maybe we even do give you a little bit of handicap. Maybe if it's close, you get, you get the prize. You know what I'm saying? Maybe if it's, you know, within a couple of points off. But those aren't even dunk, like... Them nugs wouldn't have got you in a dunk contest, in a high school dunk contest in 1973. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like that. Let's just be real. And so, and granted, you know, uh, you know, there's a lot of six eight dudes out there, so it's a lot easier. But even average six one dude that's dunking is doing more than that. So, you know, I don't know. And again, this this all sounds like we hating on old girl, which it isn't what I'm trying to do. But it's just more so a principal situation. You know what I
1: mean? Yeah. <laughs> It's tough. I mean, maybe maybe you should have done if you can't do it by gender, maybe you do it by height. I don't know. Because uh, do was definitely taller than her, right? Uh, yeah, but yeah gonna, I, he's,
0: like, he's listed as six five, which means he's probably like six three and a half. <laughs> right.
1: Yeah. So but yeah, I don't know. It's I'm saying like they put themselves in this predicament because they yeah. Well, see, they I don't can't, know if anybody else can't is- expect her to win though. That's the problem. Like with the competition she was given, just based not, on not straight ability. Up. Yeah, yeah, not
0: straight. But see, I don't think they anybody. I don't think those folks are I think looking at this as a predicament, right? Like this is me barking at the moon here. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because I think the uh, the general consistency is, oh, this is dope. You know, oh, this is great. You know, look look at this. You know, look at what this woman is doing. Me personally, I'm sitting back and like, yeah, that's cool and everything. Like, it's dope what, what she can do, but it's still kind of nonsense. And you know, and this is in like, you know, I've seen a number of stuff. I just watched um, a video uh, of like the British Good Morning America essentially, where they were debating, you know, they had transgender athletes and that sort of thing. So, like, all of this is is, is swirling in my mind right now. So we're not gonna get down that other rabbit hole, but you yeah, know, that's just. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like I said, it's whole nother rabbit hole. We've been talking for this, uh, uh, we're talking about this for like fifteen minutes somehow, some <laughs> So, yeah, uh, so we're gonna move on here, but look, we're gonna put this up as a Twitter post. So let us know what you think. Um, did uh Fran Bellaby Belibi did she deserve to win it? that dunk contest over Scotty Lewis and the other folks that are out there? So you know, our resident social media guru, uh, Will over here is gonna. To drop that Twitter poll, we'll try to get the videos um, on there too, so y'all can see. Yeah, you know, see we can tag them in there. Um, but you know, even more so than that, you know, it, it, it feel free to comment, let us know kind of what you think in general about, um, you know, how we deal with these things in terms of gender, you know, and, and in terms of are we moving the lines or, you know, is, is it where it should be or just, you know, just tell us what you think. Game. Okay. So Set, let's.
1: Let's jump. Let's jump this next topic, then, man. uh, So, anybody watching, it is sports related, but we're gonna jump somewhere else with it. So, Mm -hmm. um, anybody who's been watching March Madness uh, or anybody who's watched college basketball for a long time knows who Tom Izzo is, coach of Michigan State, uh, one of the top college coaches around, based off his records and stats. But so during the game, um, I don't even remember the full situation. You have to see the video. You can just look. Look up Tom Izzo and they'll put it. But it was, uh, it was it was a
0: timeout coming off a timeout after a Michigan State 10-0 run, so they were they were kicking butt.
1: Right. So I'm trying to remember what Aaron Henry actually did that he got. Basically, oh Tom Izzo once he's he's coming off the court, Tom Izzo just trips on him, just yelling at the top of his lungs about something. Um, it just it's looks, it looks crazy.
0: Just just interjecting here, uh, the him he's talking about is Aaron
1: Henry, who's a freshman player on Michigan State's team. Well, right. So, Tom Izzo's team. Yeah. Right. So the freshman comes out. Tom Izzo's tripping on him. And we've seen coaches trip on players, but he's really tripping on him. And then they go a little bit later in the timeout, and they're sitting on the bench, and Tom Izzo gets up like he about to fight somebody, and the players got to, like, hold him back and sit him back down. Yeah, they and, literally
0: – the players are literally getting between the two and pushing – Pulling Tom Izzo back down, and it's, uh, the you know <laughs> right, which it was, was like pretty crazy. Tom's still off on man,
1: right? And it you just search Tom Izzo, it'll be on top of Google if you're searching anywhere within a couple of weeks of this podcast recording, right? Mm-hmm. But uh, but the big controversy is people really there's a one group of people that's really tripping about uh, Tom Izzo acting this way uh, that it that it wasn't right, um, and there's other people arguing what well, that's you know that's what coaches do. Let mm-hmm. him do his thing, all that. So, uh, Kellen, what do you? What are your initial thoughts, man? You saw the man trip.
0: I mean, my initial thought was that yeah, we tripping. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, again, you know, take a quick second and Google this. You know, if you can, you know, look, see the video yourself. But, I mean, he was really like he got his hand in my man's face. He was stepping to him. Like, his players were actually pulling him away. Like, he was irate and looked like he wanted to put his hands on him. And then, like I said, it, it continued through a timeout. They're all sitting there. The coach is drawing something up. And then he just, in the middle of it, he gets up <laughs> and, and tries to step over to him like he was going to choke him out or something. And it was like, oh, Yo, like, you, you're bugging. You know, I don't know. Clearly, I don't know what happened. But, you know, I've seen coaches – Lose it on the sideline. uh You know, you could probably Google or you go on YouTube and you know search for coaches tripping <laughs> videos. You know, and find uh, a number of them. And you know, there are old old school coaches like Bobby Knight that are famous for throwing chairs and berating players and all of that. But you know, we don't see that much of it these days. And so, uh, I was I was a bit taken aback. But honestly, I was a bit taken aback a uh, bit surprised by the whole conversation. I didn't really realize that this was gonna become a quote unquote thing, you know, until it did. Uh so I was, you know, I was surprised by it. I I, I thought, you know, it was tripping, but it didn't seem all that far out of the realm of normalcy, uh, to me initially.
1: So then the question is be, it is not outside of you know normal coaching in some sense, right? We've seen coaches trip forever, like you said, but should it be normal? That's probably the question that people are asking. Should that type of behavior be normal? Uh, right, right, right. From Izzo tripping on him.
0: Well, it's, it's so that's the thing. Like, and you know, people do make the argument that like you know this is like I said, it's not all that far outside of the realm of normalcy. That doesn't mean it is normal, right? Like. It's like you know people getting fights all the time. You know people don't always get stabbed. <laughs> you know, so it's like somebody gets right. stabbed is yeah, that's that's not normal, but it's also um, not unheard of. You get what I'm saying? So it's just kind of one of those things where that's not something you see on a regular basis, but it's not that far removed from what you do see. You know, you see coaches yelling and screaming. It's the stepping towards him and all and all of that stuff that. You know, kind of seem to get out of line. He didn't actually put his hands on him, um, right. but you know, you see, I've seen coaches do that. You see it in football all the time, Um, where you know, a kid will come off, and the coach will grab the kid by the face mask, and, right.
1: and
0: you know, start you know, yelling in his face or whatever the case may be, or, or that sort of thing. Like you see that on a regular basis in football. You don't see it so much in basketball, but right. So when you say should it be, I, mean, I don't know. Like this is this is why you know this is a good topic to talk about because. I feel, I feel two ways about it. You know, on some, on some level, I'm feeling like, you know, look, it's a, sports are emotional. Uh, just by their very nature, they're emotional. Coaches are, some coaches are fiery. And so sometimes that's uh, those moments in sports bring out the most kind of primal side of you um, because you're, you're fighting for something, you know, you know, you feel like you're fighting for victory. You're, you're scrapping, you're clawing, even as a coach, like you're, you're You're just digging it. You're in the midst of it, you know? And so you lose the, on some level, you lose those social norms, (laughs) you know? (laughs) And that's why, look, if you've ever been around sports a lot, people curse in sports more than (laughs) regular life. Like, it's just, it just comes out all the time. People curse, swear, talking bad about each other, talking about their mamas, and all. Like, it's just, you go real primal, like, real quick. And so, you know, you, you kind of understand it and you understand that, you know, both players and coaches snap on each other and, and yell at each other and do and say things that they wouldn't do in normal life. And everybody kind of understands that, like, yo, it's the, it's the adrenaline, it's the intensity, it's the, the moment, you know, that kind of brings this out of us and and leak and leaves the, the niceties, you know, kind of out the door. And so, I understand, like, hey, look, you know, this is, this is coaching is in an NCAA tournament. He's, something happened, coach is emotional, he loses it, you know. He didn't actually hit him, you know. I don't know what he said to him, but, you know, is it really that big a deal, you know. So, that's one side. I don't know. What, what do you think about that?
1: No, I think – I mean, I agree with you. I think I feel kind of two ways about it. One is it was tripping, like he was – a li- <laughs> he literally looked like he was about to fight the dude, right, which <laughs> was a little over the top, right, so – I don't know if that's healthy coaching or not, but I think another perspective of it is, yeah, like you said, he's coaching a a college basketball team on the biggest stage, right? Coaches can't be, you know, like kids encouragement, like person like, hey, good job. Here's a participation trophy, right? That's not competitive sports, right? Mm -hmm. So he can't can't be on the other side, right? Um, And at the same time, we only see it from the outside. We see – emotion but we don't even know what he's talking about we mm-hmm. don't even know what he's yelling about uh we don't we don't know anything like that and they seem like they're cool now right obviously we don't want any situations where there's some type of abuse or anything like that right, right. but uh i yeah it's a fine line like, i did iso go over it maybe slightly but he, he came back players held him back and put him back on the other side of the line i guess <laughs> you know what i'm saying so i guess it's a good thing you have a team so yeah, I don't know. It's, yeah. it's a two side thing.
0: Well, see, so and here, here's the the other side of it that um that did make me reconsider. Right, um, we talk about it's a fine line, and we talk about all these different things, and ev all the stuff I just said too about emotions and all that. However, we do still have an expectation that players and coaches, um are able to control themselves to a level. That's why people get technical fouls and things like that, right? Right. That's why, you know, in football you can't – well, in any sport you can't come off the bench, right? Um, You know, coaches have to to stay in their coaching area. Um, You can't just haul off and hit people, (laughs) you know? And so we see all the time if you watch sports at all, right? Um, Especially you see it in football – well, you see it in football and basketball or whatever, where especially in a close game – you know, one guy will go push another guy. Like in basketball, sometimes it's, you know, away from the play. Football, sometimes it's after the whistle. And what do announcers say? Oh, you got to keep your head. You got to be smarter than that. You got to keep your cool. You can't let the emotion the moment get to you, right? So we, hold, we do hold players to this standard of saying, like, look, we understand it's emotional. We understand it's tense. But you still can't act out of that emotion. Right. You know, that player is talking about your mama all day. He gives you a cheap shot. You can't turn around and hit him. You can't turn around and push him. Your coach is getting on your nerves, your coach has been yelling and screaming at you and cursing at you, but you can't turn around and, and, and curse your coach out you right. can't push you can' you can't put your hands on them, right? So we do have these expectations and here 's the thing by and large, players live up to those right like we 're in a yeah. world where people fight all the time, but when you watch sports, it's rare that you see a fight or any real shoving or anything like that like I even just listened to a, a podcast with some nBA players uh the other day. And I think it was Evan Turner was on my no, he ain't never been on a no real fight in basketball. He was like, you get in too much trouble, right? <laughs> so right. No, even knowing, you know, all the different t- situations that these athletes are in with millions of people watching, they still have to control themselves. So then why can we – why then do we give Tom Izzo a pass for briefly losing his mind when we know yeah. that his players can't, and by and large his players haven't. And when they do, there's swift consequences, Right, like one of like one of the most famous Michigan State players of the last twenty years, Draymond Green, had a famous incident where he lost his cool in the finals a couple of years ago and kicked LeBron James in the gonads. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And what was and even to this day, people are like, yeah, Draymond shouldn't have lost his he shouldn't have lost his cool like that, or he didn't kick him, he punched him, and LeBron was standing over him, you know, and they say he shouldn't have lost his cool like that. Yeah, he messed up; it was his mistake. Da da da. Right. So we yeah. don't give him a pass. So then we can't give Tom Izzo a pass for briefly losing it and having to be held back from, like, putting his hands on his own player.
1: Yeah. No, I think you're hitting something right on that because if you look at – just in terms of self-control, we look at the situation. The player had amazing self-control with Izzo not showing so much self-control in that situation. Mm -hmm. So the fact – in that same situation, right, with Izzo tripping like he's about to hit the dude, players have to hold him back. What if that same player – what if Aaron Henry – did the same thing back, right? hmm He then, probably wouldn't be playing, bro. He, he wouldn't be playing. He, he might be, be suspended, bro. Like, he would be gone. He'd be talking about all Yeah, like, it would have been he, terrible, but, yeah, but Izzo has no, you know, no repercussions from it, really, other than some people tripping about it, but overall, nothing. And part of that, I don't know, he is part of that old school kind of coaching mentality, too, uh, you know, he's one of those older coaches that, like you said, like night out, you throwing chairs and stuff like that. Uh, so it doesn't mean it's acceptable, but I feel like people are uh, – there's a group of people that are like, yeah, it's whatever.
0: Well, and, you know, and I've Cause... seen –
1: oh, go ahead. No, that's all, that's no. all I got. That's no, what I'm going to say.
0: I've seen the point made that, like, look, people that are defending this are defending this behavior that they wouldn't allow in any real point and they're real liars, you know? You wouldn't allow your boss to, like, yell and scream at you and put his hand in your face and do all of those sorts of things. At least you wouldn't say it was cool, you know what I'm saying? Like, you wouldn't be like, yeah, it's fine. I know what I signed up for, you know? So why are you defending this? Especially in this situation where we know the the, the, the kid here, the player here, has no power in the situation. He, you know, yeah. he's an unpaid college athlete. His coach is getting paid millions of dollars. He can't just turn up and leave. Because, you know, with NCAA rules, like if he leaves, he has to sit out a year and all that sort of thing. And the school – well, actually, it used to be the school can block you to trans- from transferring to certain places. So we have one powerful person, one of the most powerful men in college sports, yelling and screaming at some freshman. You know, Not even yelling and screaming because yelling and screaming is normal. But getting in the face, putting his hands on the face of a freshman that literally can't do anything about it. Yeah. And anything oh. he does do about it. You know that pushes back it is jeopardizing his entire future.
1: Yeah, no, that I think that puts a lot of in perspective is put this this situation in the bigger power system that mm-hmm. is in, and that changes everything. Because yeah, you literally have a powerless eighteen year old, an old man who can trip and still go make millions, still going to be one of the best coaches ever. Uh, you know, what I mean, like there's not a whole lot of repercussions for what he did. Um, no.
0: And look, I, I've been in that situation briefly. Even and and it wasn't. I mean, look, I played sports, you know, in high school and all that stuff, and you know, so I definitely been yelled at screen. But I remember some some years back when I was coaching high school ball. Um, but, you know, our, our head coach was a fiery guy, and he's a great guy, great guy, great man. And I do, you know, I do have a, I have a lot of respect for him in, in a lot of different ways, right? But there was a time where there was a game where something had happened, and I was coaching the DBs. And there was a mistake that was made. And quite frankly, that the mistake wasn't really my fault. Um, but, you know, he turned around and was just yelling and screaming at me and breaking me. And I was like, oh, okay. And then I guess I looked at him of the, some, some particular way. And then he started yelling and screaming at me about how I was looking. This was on the sideline during the game. And I remember thinking to myself, like, okay, like, just stand there. Just wait till it's over. You know, he'll be done. And then we'll move on with the life. Right. I was talking to players that time. I was coaching. And so he got done. He went on, you know, he, he got out of the system. Then he went on. <laughs> and then I went back to coach my players. But I remember in that moment feeling a little bit helpless because I'm like, who I am as a person, you're not going to yell. You're not going to talk to me like a dog. You know, like, that's just ain't going to fly. If this is a dude on the street, we'd be having problems. You know, but at the moment, like, I'm like, this is the head coach. I am not the head coach. There's nothing I can do that's going to end up positive for me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you, and so, and so I remember feeling helpless in that situation as a grown man, you know what I mean? Like, right. so I can only imagine what you feel like as an 18 year old, and especially when it's on national TV. Like I was on the yeah. sideline, you know, and there was, you know, maybe a couple hundred people in the stands behind me and the players on the, on, the, on the bench. And I was feeling like, yo, the whole world is watching me get yelled at right now. I don't even, and I don't even really know what for. You know, because it wasn't really my fault, but he's just looking for a scapegoat right now. But I just got to sit here and take it if I want to have any sort of future, (laughs) you know, around here. And so I just put myself in his shoes and I'm like, it had to be that times 10.
1: Right. Well, with that, what, you know, a question that could be asked is if, if Izzo is cool with this type of outburst on, and obviously there's high emotional stakes, right? So we have to factor in, but if he's cool with this type of outburst, knowing it's all on national TV, that you have millions and millions watching what's he doing behind closed doors in terms of that? you know that's a question that needs to be asked now it could be you know the emotion of the situation changes all that, but I don't know yeah, I
0: mean and I, I, I put I don't worry about that so much because I'm like if he was out there abusing players and stuff it would have came out by now and like, no that's true so- but recruiting kids and, you know, after kids are out of the program, there's no reason for them not to spill the beans. And we've never really heard anything about so doing that. True, true. And also, we know when players are being recruited, they talk to other players and whatnot. So, you know, that, like we always knew Bobby Knight was crazy, even though that was a bit before my time. But, I mean, that was well known. Um yeah. You know, and the other coaches that are, wow, that's usually pretty well known. So, we kind of know how these guys are. You know, here's the thing. By all accounts, um Tom Izzo, you know, seems like a good, you know, good guy as good a guy as you can be in turn in those circumstances <laughs> you know what i mean so this right. isn't necessarily a evil uh, uh, is or is evil type of thing but you know i think it is interesting how we talk you know you mentioned the power structure you know there's a lot of stuff that's that's messed up when we talk about the ncaa and college athletes and um the standards that they're held to while being um essentially without power um and yeah. the things that they have to put up with from not only coaches but fans and and, and just it's it's a lot of nonsense <laughs> you know what I mean Um and we just kind of sit back and accept it because this is what we've always done and yeah. we don't really protect these athletes
1: we don't protect these kids yeah that's a whole system that needs to change we could talk about all that for forever you know what I mean the fact that they even have to be there a lot of them could go pro yeah hey, I will a
0: lot I'd say a very, very small percentage of them could.
1: Okay, all right, all right. That's true. <laughs> a lot was a little strong. But the fact that you're even forced into a system in that sense.
0: Well, in, in that situation, I don't. I mean, yeah, it's a whole thing. But, you know, that's more so on the pro leagues that are making those rules than the NCAA. Right. But the NCAA could make it easier for those kids to um, be able to go to college and get an education without having to, you know, forego so many things. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it is a uh, an inherently greedy, selfish thing, as we know. Um some years back there was a, uh, the skier from Colorado, what's his name? Jerry Bloom, I think. He was, he was a receiver on the football team, but he was also like an Olympic level skier, and he'd received um you know benefits and, and money and things like that from being a skier um and uh, getting you know promotions and things like that. And NCAA was perfectly fine when he continued to, to ski <laughs> as a college athlete. But when he wanted to play football, it started to become a problem because they know they can make money off of the high-level football and basketball players. They don't care if you make money doing other stuff. They only care about you if you make money where they can be making that money off of you. So, um, yeah. so we, know, we know it's a messed up situation, um, and there's a lot of parties involved that are complicit. And, you know, kind of keeping these athletes in, in these just unfair, unjust situations, um, if we're being real. Um, and I know some people disagree, but I don't think there's any real argument. I don't think there's any real empirical argument that, that says, you know, th- these kids are getting a fair shake um yeah. i have heard the argument that you know there's not really ways to do it that are quote-unquote fair but you know and you could talk we could talk about those i don't really disagree but the argument for not you know compensating these these athletes in you know, cash is uh yeah. is usually purely, purely based on emotion well you know it's not amateurism no saying, so yeah yeah that's all another
1: another thing but so, maybe we should put that as a Twitter poll, too. Was Tom a tripping or not?
0: Was he tripping? Yay or nay? <laughs> um,
1: number two.
0: You vote for both.
1: Yeah, oh, yeah, that'd be a both, <laughs> both and. That'd be the third option. Yeah. All of the above. <laughs> Just all.
0: Was he tripping? Everything. Yes, I, I, vote, for, I vote for C and D. Um, yeah. Yeah, so look, you know, with the, the way that conversation flowed, there were a couple of things we want to talk to talk about that we didn't even get into, but we'll put a pin in those, and uh, we will get those. Uh, maybe we'll talk about them next week. We'll, we'll, we'll leave the people maybe. hanging with that one. Maybe, well, maybe, Yeah, so maybe we'll drop that next week. But look, we appreciate y'all being with us. We are definitely going to wrap it up there. You know, conversation has came to a natural ending point. But, you know, please feel free to hit us up. Let us know what you think. Um, you know, you can catch us on Facebook at Kingdom Dreamers. Um, you can catch us on Twitter. Uh, definitely Will's going to put those Twitter polls up there, Kingdom X Dreams on yep. Twitter. So go ahead and vote. Let us know what you think, how you feels. Um, Again, please feel free to share. Download, subscribe to show, uh give us ratings, leave us reviews on iTunes, Spotify, wherever else uh you get your free podcast uh definitely hit us up we we can use um all the comments and all that stuff that you guys can drop on us, you know, so uh uh show some love, baby. Uh, and we appreciate you listening to us here today on the Wild Wild World Show. All of y'all 2019 listeners, as well as shout out to all of y'all 2021-22 listeners coming back, checking us out here in the early days uh, before we blew up, as we know we're about to do. Facts. Hashtag facts.
1: So, Bill, what do we say to the peoples? We'll see you next time. Peace. Peace. This has been another episode of the Wild Wild World Podcast. Make sure you support us, KingdomDreamer.com. You can also follow us on Twitter at Kingdom. X dreams show some love subscribe rate review we'll see you next time